These are the daily Bible readings for November 10th, or day 314. Prayer to implore God's help before any action. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Assist us, O Lord, we beseech thee, with thy gracious inspiration, and further our efforts with thy continual help, that every prayer and work of ours may always begin with thee, and by thee be happily ended through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Prophecy of Daniel, chapters 1 and 2. In the third year of the reign of Joachim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered into his hands Joachim, the king of Judah, and part of the vessels of the house of God. And he carried them away into the land of Sinaar, to the house of his God, and the vessels he brought into the treasure house of his God. And the king spoke to Asphenes, the master of the eunuchs, that he should bring in some of the children of Israel, and of the king's seed, and of the princes. Children in whom there was no blemish, well-favored and skillful in all wisdom, acute in knowledge and instructed in science, and such as might stand in the king's palace, that he might teach them the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of his own meat, and of the wine of which he drank himself, that being nourished three years afterward, they might stand before the king. Now there were among them of the children of Judah, Daniel, Ananias, Mishael, and Azarias. And the master of the eunuchs gave them names, to Daniel, Balthasar, to Ananias, Sidrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azarias, Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would be not be defiled with the king's table, nor with the wine which he drank, and he requested the master of the eunuchs that he might not be defiled. And God gave to Daniel grace and mercy in the sight of the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who hath appointed you meat and drink, who if he should see your faces leaner than those of the other youths, your equals, you shall endanger my head to the king. And Daniel said to Malasar, whom the prince of the eunuchs had appointed over Daniel, Ananias, Mishael, and Azarias, Try, I beseech thee, thy servants for ten days, and let pulse be given us to eat and water to drink. And look upon our faces and the faces of the children that eat of the king's meat, and if thou shalt see, deal with thy servants. And when he had heard these words, he tried them for ten days. And after ten days, their faces appeared fairer and fatter than all the children that ate of the king's meats. So Malasar took their portions in the wine that they should drink, and he gave them pulse. And to these children God gave knowledge and understanding in every book and wisdom. But to Daniel, the understanding also of all the visions and dreams. And when the days were ended after which the king had ordered, they should be brought in. The prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And when the king had spoken to them, there was not found among them all such as Daniel, Ananias, Mishael, and Azarias, and they stood in the king's presence. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the diviners and wise men that were in all his kingdom. And Daniel continued even to the first year of King Cyrus.
In the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and his spirit was terrified, and his dream went out of his mind. Then the king commanded to call together the diviners and the wise men and the magicians and the Chaldeans to declare to the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. And the king said to them, I saw a dream, and being troubled in mind, I know not what I saw. And the Chaldeans answered the king in Syriac, O king, live forever. Tell to thy servants thy dream, and we will declare the interpretation thereof. And the king answering said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone out of my mind. Unless you tell me the dream and the meaning thereof, you shall be put to death, and your houses shall be confiscated. But if you tell the dream and the meaning of it, you shall receive of me rewards and gifts and great honor. Therefore tell me the dream and the interpretation thereof. They answered again and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will declare the interpretation of it. The king answered and said, I know for certain that you seek to gain time, since you know that the thing is gone from me. If, therefore, you tell me not the dream, there is one sentence concerning you, that you have also framed a lying interpretation, and full of deceit to speak before me till the time pass away. Tell me, therefore, the dream, that I may know that you also give a true interpretation thereof. Then the Chaldeans answered before the king and said, there is no man upon earth that can accomplish thy word, O king. Neither doth any king, throughout great, though great and mighty, ask such a thing of any diviner, or wise man, or Chaldean. For the thing that thou askest, O king, is difficult, nor can any one be found that can show it before the king, except the gods, whose conversation is not with men. Upon hearing this, the king in fury and in great wrath commanded that all the wise men of Babylon should be put to death. And the decree being gone forth, the wise men were slain, and Daniel and his companions were sought for to be put to death. But Daniel inquired concerning the law and the sentence of Arioch, the general of the king's army, who has gone forth to kill the wise men of Babylon. And he asked him what he had received. He asked him that he had received the orders of the king why so cruel a sentence was gone forth from the face of the king. And when Arioch had told the matter to Daniel, Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time to resolve the question and to declare it to the king. And he went into his house and told the matter to Ananias, Mishael, and Azarias, his companions, to the end that they should ask mercy at the face of God, of, the God of heaven concerning the secret, and that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the mystery revealed to Daniel by a vision in the night. And Daniel blessed the God of heaven, and speaking he said, Blessed be the name of the Lord from eternity and from evermore, for wisdom and fortitude are his. And he changeth times and ages, taketh away kingdoms and establisheth them, giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that have understanding. He revealeth deep and hidden things, and knoweth what is the darkness and the light. It is with him. To thee, O God of our fathers, I give thanks, and I praise thee because thou hast given me wisdom and strength, and now thou hast shown me what we desired of thee, for thou hast made known to us the king's discourse. After this, Daniel went into Arioch, to whom the king had given orders to destroy the wise men of Babylon, and he spoke thus to him, 
Destroy not the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I will tell the solution to the king. Then Arioch in haste brought in Daniel to the king, and said to him, I have found a man of the children of the captivity of Judah that will resolve the question to the king. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Balthazar, Thinkest thou indeed that thou can tell me the dream that I saw and the interpretation thereof? And Daniel made answer before the king and said, The secret that the king desireth to know, none of the wise men or the philosophers or the diviners or the soothsayers can declare to the king, but there is a God in heaven that revealeth mysteries, who hath shown to thee, O King Nebuchadnezzar, what is to come to pass in the latter times. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. Thou, O king, didst begin to think in thy bed, what should come to pass hereafter? And he that revealeth mysteries showed thee what should shall come to pass. To me also the secret is revealed, not by any wisdom that I have more than all men alive, but that the interpretation might be made manifest to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy mind. And thou, O king, sawest, and behold, there was, as it were, a great statue. The statue which was great and tall of stature stood before thee, and the looking and the look thereof was terrible. The head of the statue was of fine gold, but the breast and the arms of silver, and the belly and the thighs of brass, and the legs of iron, and the feet part iron and part of clay. Thus thou sawest, till a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and it struck the statue upon the feet thereof, that were of iron and of clay, and broke them in pieces. Then was the iron and the clay, and the brass and the silver and the gold broken to pieces together, and became like chaff of the summer, thrashing floor. And they were carried away by the wind, and there was no place found for them. But the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain, and filled the whole earth. This is the dream. We will also tell thee the interpretation thereof before thee, O king. Thou art a king of kings, and the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, and strength and power and glory, and all places wherein the children of men and the beasts of the field do dwell. He hath also given the birds of the air into thy hand, and hath put all things under thy power. Thou therefore art the head of gold. And after thee shall rise up another kingdom inferior to thee of silver, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall rule over all the world. And the fourth kingdom shall be as iron. As iron breaketh into pieces, and subdueth all things, so shall that break and destroy all these. And whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, and yet it shall take its origin from the iron according as thou sawest the iron mixed with the miry clay. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with the miry clay, they shall be mingled indeed together with the seed of man, and they shall not stick fast one to another, as iron cannot be mixed with clay. But in the days of those kingdoms the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, and his kingdom shall not be delivered up to another people. And it shall break in pieces, and it shall consume all these kingdoms, and itself shall stand forever. 
according as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and broke in pieces the clay and iron and brass and silver and the gold. The great God hath shown the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is true, and the interpretation thereof is faithful. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and worshipped Daniel and commanded that they should offer in sacrifice to him victims and incense. And the king spoke to Daniel and said, Verily your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of hidden things, and seeing thou couldst discover this secret. Then the king advanced Daniel to a high station and gave him many and great gifts, and he made him a governor over all the provinces of Babylon and chief of the magistrates over all the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel requested of the king, and he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the works of the province of Babylon. But Daniel himself was in the king's palace. Wisdom, chapter 19, verse 13 to 22. For they exercised a more detestable inhospitality than any. Others indeed received not strangers unknown to them, but these brought their guests into bondage that had only deserved well of them. And not only so, but in another respect also, they were worse. For the others against their will received strangers, but these grievously afflicted them, whom they had received with joy, and who lived under the same laws. But they were struck with blindness, as those others were at the doors of the just man, when they were covered with sudden darkness, and everyone sought the passage of his own door. For while the elements are changed in themselves, as in an instrument, the sound of the quality is changed, yet all keep their sound, which may clearly be perceived by the very sight. For the things of the land were turned into things of the water, and the things before swam in this and the things before swam in the water passed upon the land. The fire had power in water above its own virtue, and the water forgot its quenching nature. On the other side, the flames wasted not the flesh of corruptible animals walking therein. Neither did they melt that, got, that good food, which was apt to melt as ice. For in all things thou didst magnify thy people, O Lord, and didst honor them and didst not despise them, but didst assist them at all times and in every place. The Book of Hebrews, Chapter 7 For this Melchizedek was king of Salam, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him, to whom also Abraham divided the tithes of all, who first, indeed, by interpretation, is king of justice, and then also king of Salem, that is, king of peace. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but likened unto the Son of God, continueth as a priest forever. Now consider how great this man is, to whom also Abraham the patriarch gave tithes out of the principal things, and indeed they that are of the sons of Levi, who receive the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law, that is to say, of their brethren, 
though they themselves also came out of the loins of Abraham. But he whose pedigree is not numbered among them received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. And without all contradiction, that which is less is blessed by the better. And here indeed men that die receive tithes, but there he hath witness that he liveth. And, as it may be said, even Levi, who received tithes, paid tithes in Abraham, for he was yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. If, then, perfection was by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should rise according to the order of Melchizedek and not be called according to the order of Aaron? For the priesthood being translated, it is necessary that a translation also be made of the law. For he of whom these things are spoken is of another tribe, of which no one attendeth, attended on the altar. For it is evident that our Lord sprung out of Judah, in which tribe Moses spoke nothing concerning priests. And it is yet far more evident if according to the similitude of Melchizedek there ariseth another priest, who is made not according to the law of carnal commandment, but according to the power of the indissoluble life. He that testifiest, thou art a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. There is indeed a setting aside of the former commandment, because of the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. For the law brought nothing to perfection, but a bringing in of a better hope, by which we draw nigh to God, and inasmuch as it is not without an oath. For the others indeed were made priests without an oath, but this with an oath, by him that said unto him, The Lord hath sworn, and he will not repent, thou art a priest for ever. By so much is Jesus made a surety of a better testament. And the others indeed were made many priests, because by reason of death they were not surrendered, suffered to continue. But this, for that he continueth for ever, hath an everlasting priesthood, whereby he is able also to save for ever them that come to God by him, always living to make intercession for us. For it is fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily, as the other priests, to offer sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once in offering himself. For the law maketh men priests who have infirmity. But the word of the oath that was since the law, the Son, who is perfected forevermore. The Prayer of St. Bede the Venerable after reading the Holy Scriptures. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom which passes away. But grant me that love which never abates, that I may not choose to know anything among men, but Jesus and him crucified. I beg thee, dear Jesus, that he upon whom thou hast graciously bestowed the sweet savour of the words of thy knowledge may also possess thee, font of all wisdom, and shine forever before thy countenance. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.